Hey there, Matt. I saw you dumping garbage. You don't live here anymore. That means you don't get to use the dumpster. Stop being a douchebag. Three beers, two. Gents, what's going on? Yo. How's uh, social distancing treating all of us? Hello, Hog. I, I feel distant. Guys. Yeah. Socially. Socially. <laughs> every day is a, what, a Tuesday. Are we going Tuesday? Are we going Fridays? I would what say every day. Tuesday or uh, see you next Tuesday. I miss bro <laughs> hug. I miss bro hugs. Oh, God, bro hugs. Are you going to give an epic bro hug when this thing is all over with, this COVID-19? Yeah, I'm going to fly out to San Diego in January of 21 and bro hug everyone. Just everyone. Non-consensually bro hug people. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to chicks and bros. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, it's gender neutral. It's awesome, man. So uh, let's see. We're just kind of picking a smorgasbord of beers tonight. And uh, I think it's all kind of like what you feel and, uh, you know, the uh, the times we're in. I'm going to introduce my first one here. It's uh, the Abita Brewing or Abita Brewing Purple Haze. I just feel like my whole life's kind of in a haze right now. And I think this is a great beer. It's a raspberry lager. The first time I had it was at uh, Disneyland. And it got me so messed up at Disneyland. It was the best experience of all time. It was great. Helps you uh, chase the kids around. So I'm in a Purple Haze tonight, boys. And that's my first beer. Let's uh let's crack and drink. All right. I'm putting in a little Yeti koozie. There we go. Also, I'm broadcasting in bird dogs. Anyone else in bird dogs tonight? I am bird in dog bird shorts. Dogs. I got my blue ones on. I don't I remember am, the name. I'm in bird dogs as well, and I'm just happy that this episode kicked off with a Disneyland reference from Hog. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just missed you guys so much. I figured you'd you'd appreciate that. So four out of the five in Bird Dogs, huh? That's pretty good. Maybe they should sponsor us. Ooh, maybe. How, I, I know about that. Do I just do I at them? I'm not sure what that means, but the kids say it like, "Don't at me." Maybe yeah. I should at Bird Dogs. I, I think feel. we should cross that line at them. Let's become or let's have Bird Dogs become the official short of Three Bears Two. Yeah, and so the official short of Three Bears Two, unofficially right now. They are the unofficial official shorts of Three Beers 2. And since we lost our XFL sponsorship exactly. recently, um, we're going to just uh, we're gonna go all in on Bird Dogs. Yeah, they don't know it yet, but they are the unofficial official shorts of Three Beers 2. God, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, we have, obviously, like I say this every time, a lot to talk about in a time where there's not a lot of sports. So let's kick off some Beat or Leap. Beat or Leap. All right, I just have a leet today, guys. I am going to talk about. Uh, we talked about this last episode, I think, or it was two episodes ago. How the Larry, not Larry Fitzgerald, but the uh, DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson trade might fall through. And gents, the the physicals are passed. Like it's official. I think it's officially official now. So the greatest heist of all time has become official. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I am breathing a sigh of relief. Except for the fact there might not be a season coming up, so I'm not 100% sure if I should be like super pumped about this. Maybe we shouldn't give him a massive contract extension right now because you'd be paying him for for no services rendered in the year 2020, you know? 
Is, is that a concern for people? Do you think that's slowing down some free agency, you know, the second and third waves before the draft? And I'll, I know after the draft, they, uh, it'll pick back up. But you think some GM, some owners are a little uh, nervous of signing people because there may not be a season and they're going to pay these players, right? You know, it's interesting with, with the MLB who had their uh, 4% deal before the season started, or at least before opening day was supposed to start. So you haven't really heard much talk about that from the NFL side. But it, I think that could start putting some wheels in motion if the uh, CBA and Players Association kind of agreed on a percentage should the season not happen, some type of guaranteed stipulation. Yeah. Are, are the the years for the contract, MLB I'm talking about specifically, are, are these years for a contract occurring or is it just pushing in another year? Do we know? Uh, I don't think we know, but I think that football would even – the trade stuff would stagnate even more because the lifespan of a football player's, you know, career is shorter. So a dude that's 31 cornerback, that's got two year good years left. I mean, fuck you lose one of them. Does that, but if he, if he takes the year off and they don't play at all, I think that would maybe not, he wouldn't maybe be at the same exact level, but he wouldn't be as, uh, as much of a drop as he would if he had played a full season. What if he's cool? the, what the, the yeah. Le'Veon Bell effect, what take if a whole year off and then quarantining like us though, he's just like alcohol infused quarantine. If so, he's quarantining in Miami know. at a, at club 11, uh, <laughs> spending 50 grand a night and not working out, then that, yeah, that could hurt him. But I think essential in Florida. Cause WWE like is. Yeah, that's true. It's it all is. entertainment, babe. And all Vince McMahon is on the, uh, or his wife, Linda McMahon, one of the two. A McMahon is on the council to reopen America. So they get a say in when uh, we go back to normal. He convinced- I kind of hope it's his wife. I'm not sure who that is, but uh, I feel like she's probably smart about this kind of stuff. I don't know. Even though the XFL is already shut down. Well, he's convinced uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida that the WWE's Essential because he needs money from his XFL debacle. Right. Yeah. Well, just tough seeing, you know, like XFL 2.0 to come back in the face of a global pandemic and get shut down so soon when everyone, I, I was told, I, I read that he had enough money to fund it for three years, regardless, you know? Well, that was the case with the AAF too. The guy who, the second investor who saved it supposedly had all his money. And then he was like, this is not a smart business decision. It just pulled out. No, sometimes you got to do that. I didn't uh, see that. Back yeah, to the I NFL. Uh, pessimistic about whether or not the season will happen. A standard Bills Mafia take here, because uh, Buffalo has a little bit of a reputation of being a cursed franchise, uh, and they're saying you know this would be the year when everything's lining up for Buffalo. Josh Allen played okay last year. Hopefully, gets better. And we have Stephon Diggs. The rest of the team's coming back. Tom Brady's gone from the Patriots. The AFC East is there for the taking. This would be the year that they wouldn't have an NFL season. Yeah, that's I, what Bill's Mafia is saying on Twitter. We're, uh, you know, you're, you, well, you're a proud people and, uh, you know, it probably could be your year. I mean, what if you guys just imagine if you got Odell Beckham? I'm not sure if someone's going to talk about this later, but uh, man, the, the possibilities are endless for you guys. Who's he going to start over? Do you guys Cole not see Beasley? that? No, <laughs> he's going. He's going to Minnesota. Game set. Dude, this shit was crazy. Anyway, that's my beater elite. I'm super pumped about DeAndre Hopkins deal being finalized and uh, Bill O'Brien being fleeced by the Arizona Cardinals. So super awesome. Bonk. 
I hope you have something baseball related or, you know, something, something unique. Give me something crazy. I do have something baseball related hog. Weird that you would say that. Um, it is my beat and, uh, it's a beat because it's sad. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, the, uh, NTSB released, uh, that Roy Halliday who, uh, died three years ago was doing stunts in his plane. He had a, his private's pilot's license and had almost a thousand hours in it. But when he crashed and killed himself, he had uh, a bunch of amphetamines in his system, about 10 times the amount of morphine uh, that you get when you're sick. So, oh my uh, God. yeah, it's, it, it's super sad, but also I, I don't, I don't like try to add levity to the situation, but Holy fuck, dude. The dude was like on morphine and almost pulled off like some sweet barrel rolls at uh, 10 feet over the water. So he must have been quite a pilot to be able to be that fucked up and still, you know. To take off. Almost. Yeah. Shit, dude. Like no no stalling. We're all familiar with some aviation speak, but uh, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's intense. Ten times over. That's uh, ten times. Wow. Ten times the not the legal limit because morphine is not legal unless you are in severe pain. But for someone that just got surgery, uh, he had ten times what they are taking. Yikes! Damn. So yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's rough. Um, but my my lead is because um, we obviously have no sports. So I I don't know if you guys are looking forward to it, and I apologize if this is a topic coming up. But on Sunday night at 9 p.m., the last dance, the 10 episode Bulls series is starting. So I am. Oh, stoked. nice. Yes. I'm stoked for that. Uh, that is new. You know, it's going to let us all kind of relive like the history of the 90s and the Bulls. And I really, really am really excited about the episode that gets into Jordan punching out Steve Kerr. <laughs> I, I just think that that's, that just makes me chuckle when they start talking about it on sports radio and I'm excited, yeah. man. It's like some, something, it's something to look forward to. So not, I agree. That's, that's yeah. this week's big thing, right? Yeah. Nine o'clock PM we, Eastern time. Yeah. So I think there's two things I want to talk about with this. Uh, is there a big missed opportunity here to not call this the bull King? <laughs> I just feel like, the, the Tiger King, they could have just kind of ran with some of that, uh, you know, inertia here. But I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad they're releasing this early, right? So that's the big thing here. They they knew that there's no sports going on. This is a good time for people to binge watch and just watch this. I, I feel like this is a great opportunity for us. I love it. Michael Jordan is not excited about this coming out. Have you guys seen those comments? That was my second thing. Was <laughs> apparently it's gonna sh- kind of <laughs> Tiger King esque. It's gonna make him look like a dick. I guess because he was a dick. I'm assuming he's gonna. Yeah, well, of course. He wasn't a great guy. If he was playing yeah. in today's world with social media, he would be 10 times as bad as anything Kevin Durant or LeBron or anybody else has done. Like, he was not a good teammate. He was a dick to a lot of people. Yeah. There would be cell phone videos of Jordan in Casino at 3 a.m. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but they were just... <laughs> with Barkley. Right. Oh, Chuck, dude. I wonder, Charles, man. Because I'm pr- pretty sure we'll find out, or maybe they won't get into this, but... I. There, I think there was a bunch of like infidelity and didn't he get divorced and that could yeah, be yeah. really messy on the show. I kind of want to see the sports and the gambling and drinking part of it. I don't know if yeah. I want to see that part, but yeah, there's some like never meet your hero. Right. And so I feel like you're not meeting him, but you're getting a very intimate look at his life and it might not be the best thing for him. Yeah. <laughs> Saw him at a bar five years ago. True story. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did, didn't talk. Did you talk to him? Or? No, hell no. 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 He was surrounded by 20 dudes. Dude, that's awesome. I I think it's a good time. I think the I think we're all looking forward to that. Uh, what's it called? What's the name of this? Uh, the last dance. The last dance. That's right. Yeah, the last dance, and uh, it'll be at uh, on at six o'clock for us West Coast folk, and that's uh, I believe seven o'clock for you. No, eight o'clock eight, for you. Eight o'clock because I damn uh, you are far away. I know. I fucking hate this. It's so stupid. Social distancing. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Big Tom. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Not too much. Um, life is good. I got a, I got a leap coming out for thirty-one teams and a beat coming out for one of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Texans. <laughs> no, the uh, none other than the the New England Patriots. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, everyone here, uh, if you're a fan, even casual or not, whether a uh, star in any team or a guy who's just happened to drag himself through eleven seasons without being much of anything, Brian Hoyer. I'd like to talk about him real quick. So uh, the Patriots, uh, they had a, a off-season move or two in free agency. I don't think many people have heard about it, but um, they sent a guy out. So they got a vacancy at quarterback for the first time in 20 years almost. Uh, they have the second least amount of cap space to work with in the NFL at $2.1 million. So doesn't leave a lot of time to sign a free agent such as the famous Jameis uh, Squinston uh, fan favorite. Or, or, it's or, a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. You know who has the least amount of cap space? Who's that? City. Isn't it the Chiefs with like $71? $177. Yeah, $177. That can't even feed Andy Reid. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, an NFL player would be better off sitting at home and collecting unemployment than trying to get on the Chiefs for 177. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Obviously, uh, there's contract minimums, yada yada yada. Well, with that, uh, with that low, low, just above seventy-one dollars uh, cap space they've got, is resulting in a toss-up between Jared Stidham to start. The 23rd pick in the NFL draft, in which the Patriots also don't have a second-round draft pick, or the one and only Brian Hoyer. A lot of reputable sources are reporting that uh, the Patriots, while they have confidence in Stidham, they don't have confidence in him taking the reins. Um, still up in the air whether they could get a quality premium pick at the 23rd pick in this year's uh, kind of front-loaded QB-heavy draft. So most signs are pointing to Brian Hoyer starting for – what is the most dynastic sports sports franchise in at least the 21st century? Um, this will be his third stint on the Pats. He's 34 years old. He has played for seven teams in 11 seasons, started 38 games, won 16 of them, and has an 0-1 record in the postseason. His uh, For guys who won at least 16 games, his winning percentage is nestled right between Robert Griffin III and Chad Henney, so good company there. Oh, powerhouses, yeah. <laughs> And um, and from Ian Rappaport himself, he is thinking that the Patriots will indeed start Brian Hoyer in 2020. So I love the guy. You know, everybody talks about if you had to have a, a position, uh, be a deep second or third string veteran uh, quarterback who's going to make the roster on some team every year and, and not break his bones and get to be in the league for so long. But it seems like uh, the Patriots are really with some cap mismanagement and uh, maybe moves they weren't exactly expecting a really uh, reaching deep for a starting quarterback. 
I feel like the, as always, the Patriots are playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. And I feel like this maybe served twofold. If you are going to tank this year, first of all, if the Patriots get the 199th pick in the draft, you just watch out because they're getting a quarterback for the next decade and a half. Um, and if not, they're going to tank. And Brian Hoyer is the perfect fall guy, right? They're in cap hell. They can, you can fix cap in a year or two fairly easily. And uh, just, you know, and then draft high next year, right? Is that a, is that something you think they might do? They talked about that. They talk about if, if love falls to, to the teens or to the late teens, they can, they can put something together to trade up to him to a team that doesn't need a quarterback. I think that's their best bet, honestly, um, especially uh, he'll get molded into anything. Go Belichick wants him to be, but who, oh, that's a future first. That's gotta be a future first, right? Trading up yeah. from what they're, there's high 20s, 29, 29. 23. 23. Oh, they're 23. Pat's I remember they lost in oh, the first shit. round. That's not tighten up. That's right. I forgot they lost the first round. That's right. Yeah, that's baby. Right. It's not that bad. That's oh, yeah. It's not that bad. A couple of seconds. They, they don't have there. they don't have a second round pick, though, to pad. That, yeah, so. but you can hit a future one and, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't see him. Um, ta- I don't see him tanking that. Sorry, Fab. That division sucks ass. Wow. <laughs> oh wow! Here we are. They're not going to think, but they're going to, you know, struggle. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo is the odds-on favorite to win the division at Damn plus one hundred, right. and our over-under well, for be. wins is nine. So we're going to go nine yep. and seven, take the AFC East, and hold a wild-card playoff game in Orchard Park. The I think the real up. question is: Is Tom Brady a system quarterback? We're going to find out. Exactly. If He's Hoyer like gets him to the playoffs. Eleven and five, you know, another Matt so Castle year. I mean, Matt Castle, yeah. What, I mean, what if what if Tom falls flat in his face with Bruce Arians, the quarterback whisperer, and the the plethora of weapons they have down in Tampa? What if Tom Brady thing? gets benched for Jameis? In what league does he resign <laughs> with Tampa Bay? And the well, NFL's gone. Thirty thirty, baby. 30 for 30 for 30. Big Tom, how much is uh, Brian Hoyer making this year? Do you know? That is a great question. I I don't know. Um, is, is it over $71? I mean, it's got to it's got to be. I think I, I think he got he got $71 in a fatted calf or something like that. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, I think backup quarterback he's probably making 5 to 7 million, I'd guess. Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly why. And maybe some incentives to bring him up a little bit or something. You know, obviously the Pro Bowl for Brian Hoyer, so very, uh, very possible there. Yeah, if he's first team All Pro, he gets a hundred million dollar bonus. Yeah, yeah. He he signed yeah. a one year deal with the Colts, so he's not any type of traded salary or anything like that. So yeah, sure. and the Pats probably will get some uh, compensatory picks for for Tom Brady, right? That's how that that works. Free agents leave, you get comp picks. I think so. He's got he he is making just a just a hair over seventy one dollars. One million dollars fifty one million one point zero five zero zero zero, which comes out to one million fifty thousand dollars. Hmm. That's not very good. I mean he's not qualifying for uh government bailout money, but that <laughs> like for the NFL standards it's pretty low. Yeah, no extra bucks for that guy. That sucks. God. Should have should have taken that pay cut. <laughs> Absolutely. What a knucklehead! Um, so, are, are you classifying that as your beat and lead? Because that's kind yeah, of yeah. That's uh, gonna be that's gonna be a 
that'll be a, a beat. You know, I think it's lead beat for the Patriots. So I think Got it's it. a rough, it. rough position it. they're going to be in. My lead is going to be aimed at. Uh, we talk a lot of esports with um, whether it's uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whether it's oh, uh, uh, stock car racing and and walking away in a temper tantrum or uh, something like that. But uh, are any of you guys familiar with with uh, would be Northern Illinois University recruit Patrick Flowers? If you're not, no. I'll tell you about it. This is from my insider, Blackjack. He sent this to me. Uh, ESPNU number 84 at his position. He is a five-star, is a reported five-star recruit. This is from his own Twitter. He's a quarterback. He's six foot one, 187 pounds. He is a hashtag speedsta with no, uh, that's S-T-A speedsta. Joplin High School, class of 14, uh, 3.45 GPA, uh, 27 on his ACT. He is uh, actively recruiting right now. He says, uh, all glory to God, and he is a road dog. Well, it is that, if you uh, click on his actual picture on Twitter, you will find out that his picture is indeed a a video game quarterback from NCAA 2014. And on Twitter, he, he, uh, he posted his stats from, NCAA, from the old NCAA game saying that he has accepted an offer to play football at Northern Illinois University. From that point, he was DM'd directly by the Northern Illinois head coach, uh, whose name is Thomas Hammock. And I'll read to that. Basically, the Northern Illinois head coach said, I have not offered you a scholarship. <laughs> I am the only one who can offer scholarships, and I did not offer you one. Which led the fake account of Patrick Flowers, who's a person who does not exist, to say, at NIU coach Hammock, that's Thomas Hammock, head coach of NIU, he said, I no longer have an offer at Northern Illinois University, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> this is incredibly sad for me and my family as I worked so hard to get to this point. I will come out of this stronger as God always has a plan for me. God. That is my lead. That is amazing. Yeah. Just some dude on Twitter, huh? I mean, it's a guy, it's a guy, it's, if you're a division one head football coach, why would you ever give your time why? today? Yeah, anything like that. Is that Barry again? Yeah, is that DJ Ramrod or whatever? <laughs> it could it could be. He's got a lot of names, you know. So the direct the direct verbiage too was from their head coach said, I'm the only person that offers scholarships and I did not offer you. We don't play those games here. That's a real aggressive tone <laughs> to a guy. <document. laughs> <laughs> we don't play those games. <laughs> we don't play those games here. Those games oh. being NCAA 2014. Yeah, we stopped uh, 2014 a while back. Uh, oh. oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. That is totally elite. I love that. Yeah, yeah. and that's Fab uh, that's man. A- oh, sorry, sorry, cut you off there, no, Fab. Hey, hey, man, what you doing? I'm just hanging out. Just hanging out, having some beers. Having some beers, yeah. What uh, what beer are you drinking tonight? What uh, what's your first one? Well, I got two of them, and uh, I say they fall under the category of. Things I'd rather be doing for 200, Alex. And one is a strawberry blonde, and the other is a blonde. <laughs> the strawberry blonde is from Belmont Brewing Company in Long Beach, and the blonde is from Mission Brewery. It's a Kolsch style ale. Have you ever thought about just drinking them at the same time? I don't know if I could handle two blondes at the same time. <laughs> Maybe if I had you a million. You need a million dollars. bucks for that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
low hanging fruit on that joke. Sorry. All right, man. So, uh, do you have a beat or elite for me? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I actually have a beat <laughs> and elite. Believe it or not, I have yes. a beat. I have a lead. All right. Uh, real quick, Mike Gundy beat. Everyone knows there's been a lot of talk in the NCAA lately about paying players and whether or not you know the labor should be compensated for their efforts towards this multi-billion-dollar enterprise. Mike Gundy wants all the players to come back to Oklahoma. So Oklahoma State right now is on an extended break. They sent everybody home because of coronavirus. He said, in my opinion, we need to bring our players back. They are 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22 years old, and they are healthy, and they have the ability to fight this virus off. If that is true, then we sequester them and continue because we need to run money through the state of Oklahoma. So it wasn't about getting his team back together to win games because people would probably say, hey, that's not the most important thing right now. But no, he's straight up saying we need them here for the money that we make off of them. So that's pretty big. That is fucking insane. It defeats the entire argument that the NCAA has been making about the student athlete and how sacred that is. Cause right here, the head coach of a power football team, a power five, you know, big 12 football team is saying they essentially need them because of the money. And so if it's all about the money, then you have to pay them. That's my take on it. So he's already apologized for it. And uh, it's been all over the news. Bringing me to my elite, also coronavirus related. Michael Rubin, who uh, started a couple of e-commerce companies and also owns Fanatics, is a minority owner of the Knicks and Crystal Palace. And then I think somebody else, maybe the New Jersey Devils or some other team up there. Anyway, big sports guy. Uh, He has put together this thing called the All In Challenge, which is raising money to help feed people during coronavirus. Basically, he's challenged a bunch of sports stars and celebrities to donate different experiences that people then enter to win by buying, you know, electronic tickets for. So far, it's raised uh, almost seven and a half million dollars. But these experiences are pretty legit. I'll just read a couple of them for you right now. Uh, One is walk on roll in a Scorsese film with DiCaprio and De Niro. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers home opener invite by Tom Brady. Uh, Justin Bieber will come to your house and sing One Less Lonely Girl. You can be in Kevin Hart's next movie, uh, co-host Ellen DeGeneres' show, Texas football experience with Matthew McConaughey, direct a movie with Jonah Hill. I think I have to enter that one for Money Shot. Uh, oh, yeah. With Peyton Manning in your hometown. So Peyton Manning will fly to your hometown and play golf with you and two other friends. Uh, golf in Daytona ride along with Denny and Bubba. Uh, and then uh, you can design and call a play at an Eagles preseason game. Uh, you could be a one-day player with the Dallas Mavericks and hang out with Mark Cuban. Uh, the ultimate AI experience. I don't know what that is. Uh, and a softball game for 50 at Dodger Stadium. So some pretty cool prizes. But the mega prize, the grand prize, the granddaddy of them all, if you will, is the ultimate sports fan experience, which Michael Rubin put out himself. It's fucking legit. <laughs> you guys heard about this? I have not. I'm right. kind of sitting at the edge of my seat right now. All right, so you get a $100,000 Fanatics gift card. Think about how many Josh Allen jerseys, $100,000. Oh, my God. You could get like the home, the away, the alternate, the color rush. There's so many possibilities. And you get hats and flip-flops to match. Shorts, too. So many shorts. Also, uh, tickets for you and 20 friends for the Ultimate Super Bowl experience, which includes a suite and passes to the Fanatics tailgate and party. Uh, two round trip coach plane tickets for in hotel stays for all events. So you get coach. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean they got to had to cut somewhere, I guess. So you get the Super Bowl. 
Two tickets to Game 1 of the NBA Finals, two tickets to Game 1 of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, two tickets to Game 1 of the World Series, two tickets to the College Football Playoff National Championship, two tickets to the Daytona 500, two tickets to the Masters, two tickets to the Men's and Women's U.S. Open Championship, two tickets to the NCAA Men's Basketball Final Four Semis and National Championship Game, two tickets to the Olympics Opening Ceremony and Assorted Events. So how sweet is that? And you get airfare and hotels yeah, for those, or just and hotel the to all. I love, oh. I love that. Wow. That whole package it sounds fucking amazing, and no one's ever done all those things probably in a year. But the fact that he threw in coach tickets is just <laughs> such. As, if I was some billionaire like trying to bid on this, I'm sure it's in the millions by now. I would be so just turned off by the coach i don't know that's, well you don't bid for incredible. it you buy raffle tickets to win it and the approximately because with each experience you also get like a couple thousand dollars for spending money and i think it's that Holy offset the taxes because yeah you would have to pay taxes if you want it so that would kind of suck but if you can put up with flying coach somewhere you get to go to literally every major sport championship game for a year i didn't re- i didn't realize there's a raffle that'd be elite but i thought you had to you know bid on it and the top bidder gets it that, yeah, no, the, the fact uh, it's a raffle is really cool 10 entries are 10 yeah. bucks so pretty much a dollar an entry unless you spend uh 50 bucks then you get 100 entries and if you spend 100 bucks you get 200 so sign up money's going to a good cause 100 percent of the money will go towards feeding uh kids elderly and frontline heroes during coronavirus so that's pretty that's awesome man. i mean that's I think that's the coolest like raffle prize I've ever heard of. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. fucking neck level. That is absolutely so, next usually level. the top prize of whatever raffle is a ticket to one of those events. Right. Yeah. I mean, even yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl be like alone, because all the other major events, you're just getting two tickets. Uh, but the Super Bowl, you get 20 people who get to go with you, and you get a suite. And a suite. That's fucking. Yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe one person can guarantee all of that. Yeah, well, money buys. Well, I mean, this know. guy's a billionaire, and he owns like a huge sports company in addition to stakes and professional teams. And I'm sure that he's getting all these things donated by the different leagues. Yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome. dude. Really awesome cool. to him to start that, and also for all these other celebrities to kind of jump in on. So it. Yeah, go to uh, fanatics.com and sign up for the All In Challenge. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. Hit that up. I think I might have to do that, too, and see if we can all just uh, podcast from our suite at the Super Bowl. Yeah, we would all be included in the 20, right? Uh, Obviously. Especially when it's uh, Kyler Murray versus Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, oh, 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 boy. I'd have to sit at home in a dark room to watch that. I couldn't couldn't watch that in person. With no pants on. Too nervous. Wait, Hog, so you're turning down a free ticket to a suite for the Super Bowl to watch your Arizona Cardinals? Yes, because they're going to make it this year if there's a season. Obviously. Got it. Got it. Noted. Yep. Lock it. Jeege, man. What's up, babe? How you feeling, dude? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You're I getting over the, uh, the 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 feeling of not betting the 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 lack of rush and excitement. It's honestly made me. It's weird. It's it's made me not like follow sports as much. I don't know. I know yeah. there's no sports going on, but like all the sports news and stuff, it's. I don't know what I've been doing with my time, but it's <laughs> it sure as fuck hasn't been productive. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You got a beat or leap for me? 
Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so we'll get into my elite first. So this kind of goes into my elite from last week uh, when the PGA Tour announced their fall schedule. They are the first major sport to announce when they will be returning. Now, uh, obviously, it's all contingent on what happens in the next you know month or so. But the PGA Tour will be back in Fort Worth, Texas on June 11th. And I am so pumped. There's not going to be fans, but I've been saying this for so long that golf is the perfect game to social distance, and it can easily be done, I think. Not that I'm a doctor or epidemiologist, but I think it can be done in a safe way, keep the players you know, isolated, blah, 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 do all the safeguards and have an event without fans so that we – as a you know nation can come together and like root for something um, yeah get our minds off things you know distracted distraction not to mention the betting obviously but um, that's <laughs> I'm uh, I'm super pumped about that um, and they announced a 29 event schedule in a 25 week period starting June 11th so that sounds pretty sweet I know not everyone cares about golf but it's better than nothing. Let's be real. Yeah. I think if there was a, a spectrum of sports that mattered about fans being in attendance with WWE probably being at the top of the spectrum, like you, it's all about the fans reactions to dumb shit to, I could give a fuck less would be, I think golf, like honestly watching fans and like, I just get nervous. Someone's going to yell something stupid during tiger's backswing or, you know, something fucking dumb. This just pisses me off. Like fans yeah. don't make me happy in golf. All crowds do in golf after dudes hit it, yell Baba Booey and Gucci and that kind of shit. It's just, it's, it's, I think I not- heard you say that at, uh, in Tory Pines one time. I think you Gucci, Baba Booey guy. Gu- yeah. you, you're Gucci, you're a big Gucci guy. That's what it was. Gucci. Uh, yeah. That's a Brooks <laughs> Kepka thing. Oh, okay, I don't know. No, but, uh, no I, I, I mean, I can give a fuck less about uh, watching crowds, you know, whatever. Like, even in football, honestly, like, I prefer some of those tighter tighter shots where you don't see the. Oh, I like a tight shot, too. Uh, but, yeah, golf, <laughs> golf is definitely a sport that can be – is when you're watching the Masters, for example, yeah, you can see the gallery occasionally, but the focus is on the golfer and – you know, the, the course itself. So the, the gallery not being in the picture, that's more than fine by me. If I get real competition golf. Absolutely. That's better than a game of horse on ESPN. I guess. Well, yeah. let, let me get to that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I didn't so, think we we're going to make it there. So, <laughs> so my beat last week was the horse competition. And this is a not, this is not actually my beat, but I put it on because they were just doing it. It was Zach Levine versus uh, Mike Conley. And I watched, you know, 10, 15 minutes of it right before this. And my God, it was worse than I was expecting. Um, it's so bad. There's, you know, it's like Bojangle cameras set up at their home gyms, which are pretty sweet, but you know, I don't need to see your sweet indoor gym at your mansion, but it is, shockingly boring they're you know they're doing the shots that we do in horse like there's nothing cool about it so that's not my any shots and like uh behind the back and stuff yeah like throw it over the backboard from behind kind of shots and just stuff like that it's just not it's not what we need i mean good on them for trying i appreciate the players doing it but if adam silver thinks that 
that's going to cover for the NBA canceling their season, which I think they will do. It's not. It's not going to cut it. Zach Levine but, has won the slam dunk contest. Was there no no dunks or anything like that? I only watched for 10 minutes. There weren't. Um, they were doing like one of the shots was like a spinning on your finger and then into a layup thing, which was not that cool. Then a, a banked <laughs> three-pointer from the top of the key. Like, come on. It's the shit oh, we do. Right? I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think big time. I think I think no dunks allowed or something. Or the, oh, that's or, probably true. Yeah. I, or or each player that plays against this, his, his opponent, they they make that rule. I th- I thought I read that somewhere. It would. I mean, Mike Mike Conley's a one guard. It would make sense. He probably can't get up there. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, if Chris Paul's playing against fucking LeBron, it's probably not fair. It was yeah. funny though. In Conley's gym, he had an indoor gym. Uh, Levine had an outdoor one, but in in Conley's gym, one of his hoops was set at like eight feet, and I was like, "Wait, what? What is stopping you from setting that up and just pretending that's your ten foot hoop and just doing crazy ass dunks?" Oh. On? But maybe there's no dunks. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But getting to my beat, um, so Leonard Fournette from my Jaggies came out today oh. <laughs> and said that. Uh, the team should sign Cam Newton. Cam went to the Super Bowl. He's a great guy. I've been knowing Cam for a minute now. And like I told some people that talked to me, it's no disrespect to Gardner. I'm just trying to get in the best position as a team as we can to win. That hurts. You can't, you can't have that. It's, it's so – I mean, it's such a bad take for Leonard to do that. Um, yeah. He's been obviously been hurt a lot throughout his career. He's shown some flashes, but never he's put together one season that was really good. But other than that, it's he's been kind of a letdown. And to him, he's to a just, running back. He's a fucking running back. Dude. Exactly, he has a couple of good seasons, and then yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he started out hurt, so he hasn't ever yeah. had the career that like Gurley has or whatever. But to throw your QB under the bus um, in the off season for a guy that has shoulder issues throwing shoulder issues that's a that's an issue for me um i don't know i think that jag should try to move for net if they can for uh Jameis. that'd be the only guy i would start over gardner but um yeah it's, that's my beat it's fucking jaguars leonard for just the team is never gonna go anywhere but you know you gotta roll with the big cats I expect this from the Bears. I, we talked about this, I think it was last episode. I expect this from the Bears players because Mitch is fucking garbage, right? And uh, But you can't do this to the Minch. Not after like the season he had last year, right? Yeah, I mean, he showed a incredible leadership. He was put in a bad spot. They don't have a lot of weapons on offense. Their O-line sucks, but yeah, it, it's just a bad look. And Minch, Mitch is, I don't think you can pair him to Gardner yet because Gardner hasn't you know played a full season. And Foles came back and they started him for some reason was absolutely atrocious. Gardner was at least respectable on a pretty bad team. So yep. I think Gardner has the chance to progress into a, a really solid QB. Now I think this year will be the, you know, he needs to take a step forward, but if he doesn't, then, you know, look for a guy in the draft. Don't yeah, that's get, when don't get a washed up guy. who's taken a thousand hits in his career. Yeah. And try to make try to patch your team together like that. Yeah, Bonk. I think you and I talked about this, and I think it was we were talking about Mitch's psyche with his teammates. You know, kind of dogging on him. Yeah. 
openly talking about Tom Brady and stuff like that. But um, I mean, let's let's revisit that with with Minch. Is, is this going to hurt him? You think is uh, these comments going to hurt his development or maybe his trust in his team? Does does he care? I mean, it's not going to hurt the locker room cohesiveness because there's definitely dudes that are bros with Minch. Like if Gigi was on the team, he'd be a Minch bro. Um, <laughs> oh, he's such a Minch. Yeah, he's but, a Minch but there's, there's probably you know Fournette has his little. Posse, and you know, there's obviously cliques like any like group of whatever, a bunch of alphas. Uh, but all this does is like throw up a di- like throw up a moat to further divide the the, the cliques, and that, that can't be good. No matter who starts, who gets signed, um, yeah. You know, Cam doesn't go there, but there's going to be like some just s- something that pulls away from that cohesiveness of the locker room. That sucks, man. I mean. The team instead of going six, you know, eight and eight, they're going to be six and ten now. I don't know. Maybe it affects their win loss total. Yeah, it's a bad look for Fournette. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the Jaguars they moved on from Nick Foles for a reason, you know. Like they essentially. I mean, Minch Gardner Minshew. Minch had a passer rating of over ninety. He had the twenty-one touchdowns and the fewest interceptions, six of any rookie QB in 2019. That's pretty good on a team that is not very good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. His numbers were really good for the the quality of team he had, and and a halfway decent division too. I mean, they had two playoff teams. Um, fuck, yeah. I mean, tighten up, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm just an AFC South guy minus Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't don't, uh, don't back Bill O'Brien. And now the P Riv is in. Indianapolis, so that's even better. Oh, P. Rue. Geez, does does Cam Newton get an extra locker wherever he goes for his pre and post game outfits? No, it's for he has three lockers. One's for his pregame outfit, one's for yeah. his post game outfit, and one's for his yeah. hats that he wears. Do you think he got a lot of that fur from Joe Exotic? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's along the same vein. I mean, <laughs> fuck, yeah. He probably had Joe Exotic kill his Tigers. Five yeah. of those Tigers that he killed for no reason were probably their skin we're, we're was Cam Newton post-game wardrobes. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. It's a tough scene. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real tough scene. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Well, I'm going to ask it, even though I said I wasn't going to. Is that beat and lead, or is that just a... Uh, That'll wrap that it just, up, my friend. That'll wrap it up. All right, all right. And I got everybody here, right? We we all contributed this at this point. See, big Tom. Hey, what beer are you drinking, my friend? Give me a give me a taste of uh, one or two of your beers. Tell me tell me what you're drinking tonight. I'll give you one and two. Um, number one is is Modern Times Blazing World. Appropriate enough because during the modern times, it feels like the world is on fire and nobody knows what's going on. So yeah, that's perfect. It's described as a dank Nelson IPA, but it's really, <laughs> I don't know what Nelson means. I see it all the time. I should know. Um, but it is a, it's a malty IPA. So it's got a 60 IBUs, so not too high, but not too low. So it's a little maltier than like your normal amber. It's really just like a nice little love child of a hoppy IPA and an amber at the same time. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a go-to and a favorite. Um, number two is... The Coronado Brewing Company Weekend Vibes IPA, mostly because, as we said before, every day feels like a Tuesday or a what's day or who's day. 
nobody really knows, and we're all just kind of working for the weekend and just waiting for that weekend to come by. But that one tastes smooth. It's a real, real smooth IPA. It's a, a hair over seven, I believe, for alcohol content. Tastes great. If you had to rank those two on your on your scale, personal scale IPAs, right, one to ten point oh, what would it be? So. The Blazing World is like the uh, submarine pitching southpaw reliever. It's not really your standard IPA, but uh, if I had to, if I had to pull it in there, uh, Blazing World's fantastic. Uh, eight, eight out of ten for sure. Coronado, uh, Coronado might be Coronado Weekend Vibes IPA could be eight point five on the IPA scale. Easy. No, no shit. Sure. Check that out, guys. If you uh, ever go to Southern California, go to that uh, get that Weekend Vibe. Eight point five. That's pretty high. It's great. I want. I want. It's, I want that in my mouth. Yeah, it's good. send Recommend. something to me, boys. Recommend. All right, Jeej, uh, are you ready to throw something at some? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Toss a uh, toss, whatever you will, at uh, the the board of destiny. There's so much shit here. I can toss anything. <laughs> can we rename anything? the show like Six Beers Two when we're? Yeah, at this point, it's, it's <laughs> just fucking. I am just cracking them, bro. Blacked out stop. too. <laughs> I actually need to get more beers. I need to break at some point so I can go grab another beer. <laughs> I'm basically gargling my beer fridge in my garage. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Dude, God. Gargling? I thought that was going somewhere Gargoyling. 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 Sorry, gargoyling my beer fridge. You're sitting stoically on top of your beer fridge. You got it. Way different. I'm straddling the front of my beer fridge, basically <laughs> sitting on a stool. I don't know which image I like more with no pants. Uh, no bird dogs, bird dogs. <laughs> oh bird yeah, dogs. Yeah. Oh, you're still wearing. Bird dogs. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lost mine about uh, two segments ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go, boys. Toss it, buddy. Yes. Uh, that sounded like a beer top. We're going Corvallis, Oregon. Oh, what the fuck is that? The beavers, bro. Beavers, dude. Oh my god. Big beef. Cupcake. All right, Fab. Fab. Before I lose you uh, yeah. to some research, I got to ask you: Did you see this tweet about how the San Francisco 49ers saved a pandemic? Uh, saved a, a, a pa- pandemic in uh, California. You see this by not winning the Super Bowl. By not winning the Super Bowl and having the parade there. I mean, Help. sometimes you got to dig up. deep for the bright side, and uh, in today's world, yeah, sure, jump on it. Thank Kyle Shanahan for not winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I think Garoppolo is a man of the people, and you know, as much as the trophy would have meant a lot to the people of San Francisco, he was really thinking about, you know, the livelihood of you know people from San Francisco, right? Yep, that was uh, definitely it's it was playing the long game. Absolutely. I mean, That's and if terrible. we're going to give credit to the San Francisco 49ers, we should probably also give credit to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because they played just as big of a part in that, you know. Yeah, it's, it's true. They they were helping them, right? Help me help you. Exactly. It was a symbiotic relationship. Like, hey, we'll yeah. win the Super Bowl. You guys don't get the pandemic yet. It'll, you know, be delayed by a little bit. Maybe Kyle we'll, we'll Shanahan is just a member of the Illuminati or something, because maybe there was yeah. some alternate universe where the Falcons win the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl, and something oh. terrible happens to Atlanta. 
Holy shit. Maybe he's a time traveler sent back, you know, like a T-1000 Arnold style. Yeah. Just saving us from our unknown future. Yeah, no shit. Dude, I love it. I um I, I want to get you in and early, so go start researching bullshit Oregon. Just kidding. We have a lot of listeners from there, so we love you guys. Um if, Bonk, have you introduced any of your beers yet? Have I got you? No, no, I'm I'm uh finishing up my second one here, but uh I got a couple good ones. Yeah, let me let me let's hear them. Let's hear them. Yeah, so um I'm going with the nostalgic theme because uh not that it's making me sad, but uh things that make me have nostalgic feelings and the first one uh is now <laughs> it's the beer looks like it's t- uh got a name of india but it's actually indica but it doesn't matter because when i bought it it said india on the top um and it is an ipa not having to do with the i and I- ipa but india is the name of our our nickname for our favorite bar and it's a f- yeah. our favorite bar that uh, is no longer open, or at least at this time. And it's a place that I'd probably be every day of the weekday, and I can't be there. And yeah. it's got a big elephant on the front. It's really cool looking, uh, kind of weird. Makes you want to do some LSD, I guess. But uh, Indica IPA, pretty good. Pretty good. 6.5% alcohol. I like it. But it says you, uh, it's, it's Indica. You Indica. Uh, Indica. But the C is like blended into the a so when i was like oh india i want to go to the i you know well no my question is are you uh drinking a weed beer Uh, oh i bought it on a i bought it in a place where the drugs aren't legal (laughs) (laughs) a strain of uh, marijuana oh he literally took a half second he's like holy shit never mind (laughs) it's eureka california lost coast brewery that's pretty awesome. Okay. Eureka, California. That's Northern California. That checks out. Check, the weed check. industry. Uh, well, I guess I'm not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, where would you rate this on a scale from 1 to uh, 10.0 on your, your IPA scale, your personal bonk I'd give IPA it, scale? I mean, it's an average IPA, which to me is a good beer, so 7.5. Uh, but my second beer, which I'm about to finish, is a Swami's IPA. Uh, which is uh, Pizza Port, a local joint here in uh, San Diego. And the reason I went with this one is I saw the word Swamis, and it made me think of sports because Chris Berman does his like Swami says, and he does all his bets. That's and I'm like, oh, betting and sports, and I'm now I'm sad. And now I went right for Swamis IPA, and this one is probably an eight point two. It's really good. Awesome, really good. I was thinking of Swami. I was like, fuck, I've heard Swami. And I instantly thought of Dumb and Dumber when he was trying to think of the word Samsonite. And I think he says Swami in one of those things. But I forgot. Chris Berman yeah. is the Swami. the Swami. That's where I got that from. Yeah, Swami yeah. says with S-E-Z as Swami says. Oh, that's, uh, well, that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, All right. bets and sports, man. Mm. Yeah. Before we get into uh, the roundtable here, how, what's the excitement level for next week? We're going to do a podcast for the draft. Let me give you guys a quick preview of the questions I'm going to ask you, right? So, oh, and uh, I've got a really good a couple... idea for this, too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I do. I, I feel like I'm going to ask you guys, let's talk. I don't want to do like a mock draft because there's going to be like oversaturated and there's trades and all this garbage. But there's obviously a ton with David Gettleman and his single computer and all this crazy 
crazy stuff. We'll talk about this next episode, but the biggest draft riser, I feel like that's, that's always a fun one. Like who's your sleeper that everyone's like, this is a, you know, a third round pick that's going in the top 15 or something stupid. And then uh, some surprise trades. So next episode, get those in your head, guys. Uh, Let's talk about the biggest draft risers and some crazy surprise, you know, GM to GM trades from their houses where there's no war room. We'll talk about maybe how that might uh, play into some of these things where this GM has complete control. I'm sure he's talking to the owner and stuff, but like, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be unique and fun. I am so excited, and I think it's a great topic. Um, Absolutely, Hog. Real quick, this is just kind of almost a yes or no type of question for you because someone someone brought up uh, that the NBA season will probably be canceled or the rest of it, Um, if or when it is. Does LeBron get another championship if they don't get to play out this season? No, he won't. No, I, I'm I'm going to give you guys hot takes. I'm going to tell you there's four quarterbacks going in the top ten, four to five. I did say, um, but I'll tell you right now, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think this was his best because last year he he was like a not a shell of himself. He did not play this way last year. I watch a decent amount of basketball. I fucking hate the Lakers. Um, he, he is playing on fire this year. He was playing on fire this year. He was playing with a man on a purpose, a man on a mission, ready to fucking win his third ring on three different teams. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. I agree. That's tough, man. Yeah. Did you guys see this? Like, this is for everyone here besides Fab. If Fab wants to chirp in, he can't. I will. Um, did you guys see this breaking news? Did you guys see... Jay Glazer's breaking news last night. Are we really bringing that up? <laughs> this, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, real quick. So the beers next episode before Fab gets into his ideas for uh, the, the podcast. Guys, I think we should do some uh, your favorite game day beer. I don't care if it's light, Miller, garbage, whatever. But uh, let, let's I'm going to cook hot wings for the draft. I'm going to cook uh, ribs. I'm going to do all of like it's a football game. I don't give a shit. I'm going to get my game day beers. I'm wearing my jersey. I'm treating this as full blown sports. So everyone bring your, your game day favorite beers and we'll just talk about, uh, you know, why we drink them and, uh, how they taste. For, is, uh, Friday the 24th. What day? Uh, yeah, starts next Thursday. Friday. Thursday night. Ne- next Thursday. Excuse me. Next uh, Thursday. So we'll, we'll do a podcast and it'll first rounds yep, on the it'll 23rd. Drop. We we going to do a podcast uh, early next week and it'll drop uh, right before the draft. Love it. Okay, so we got to do it obviously, like so Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, obviously. Right, M- Monday. I'll I'll get it edited and put out right away on that one. Okay, uh, I'm trying to be faster with these. So anyway, yes, okay. Fab, what's up, man? Uh, tell me what the what you're feeling. All right, uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter is Daniel Jeremiah. He's a NFL draft scout. I think he works for NFL Network now. But the thing that he did at the beginning of April for fun was he tweeted out a couple of pictures of an old Wonderlic test with the answer key. So I think oh, yeah. we as a podcast should take the Wonderlic. I fucking love that idea. <laughs> oh god, that's not good. I went to online it's 50 questions. Idea. You get 12 minutes so it's really quick. You only have like 14.4 seconds per question and then it's just your score is anywhere from 0 to 50 depending on how many you get right. Are they math questions? No, they're some are math, some are like general knowledge, some are like what? reading comprehension or grammar. It's all sorts of stuff. We have to agree to uh, fuck. on a number of beers you have to drink before the test because, like, me and Bonk, I probably drank like two or three. 
before we even start this stuff. So you guys need to either be on the same page as us or we'll just I'll slow down late. a little bit. Yeah, no, I, we'll figure this out. I, I think you're right. There needs to be a certain amount of alcoholic, you know, beverages consumed, and especially by volume. Because if I'm drinking Coors Light for my game day beer, it's not the same as you drinking like an IPA or something, you know? Yeah. Who's so we can be either do it like, as part of the podcast or just because you could find Wonder Licks online. We could email the PDF to everybody and then just on our system, you take it and say how many you got right and limit yourself to 12 minutes. Yeah, as we're um, as we're recording and some people aren't talking, we'll just you know honor system. Don't look at the answers, but actually just do the test, and then we'll I'll, you know we'll read them off, and that'll be fun. That'll be a good idea. I like that, and it'll show us how dumb uh, a certain host of this podcast are. It's sure, fun. I'm in. I mean, yeah, I didn't have any beer before this. I only had three glasses of wine, so I'm good. Yeah, he's he's all set. <laughs> so Fab, real quick, I know you're, you're researching here, but. Uh, yeah. Can you give us a backstory on this Jay Glazer thing before I, we start talking about it? All right. So Jay Glazer is one of the you know leading people in the NFL who breaks news. There are a couple of different types of NFL reporters, the people who do analysis, the people who do film work, and then there's the people who break news. The, th- the big three are Jay Glazer, Adam Schefter, and Ian Rappaport. Jay Glazer works for Fox. Adam Schefter works for ESPN. And Ian Rappaport works for NFL Network or NFL.com. So Jay Glazer tweets out that – He's going to release big, big news on the Fox football sports show, which is airing at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Pacific. And he tweets it out 24 hours in advance. So he tweets it out like, hey, I got huge news and I'm going to break tomorrow night. He goes to bed. He wakes up, teases everybody again. He's like, oh, man, I checked Twitter mentions and you guys were going apeshit about what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. It's not a transaction. It's big national news. So people are wondering if it's going to be like the NFL draft has been rescheduled or the NFL is canceling its season or a litany of other things. Has the NFL just suddenly decided that somebody's going to move, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars to London, anything. How dare you? And so everybody's <laughs> tuning because there's nothing going on in the sports world. So everybody tunes into this dumbass Fox show. And <laughs> what does Jacobs do via Skype from his living room? announces that the Rams backup center, Brian Allen tested positive for coronavirus. And he's the first NFL player to get coronavirus. That was the breaking news. How fucking 2020 clickbait garbage bullshit is that right? Like that is, it was fucking, it, do you think that killed his, all of his credibility? Yeah, it does. I, mean, I, I think I'm before sure that- it wasn't like terrible. I'm sure that Fox like wanted him to do that to pump up the ratings for this show that probably nobody else is watching otherwise. But I mean, come on, that wasn't big news. I'm I would be willing to bet that Adam Schefter knew about that and he decided not to break it because maybe he's a little scared about, you know, HIPAA violations following him tweeting out Jason Pierre Paul's thumb report. But I think the one way that would have been fucking hilarious is if Jay Glazer like, oh, I got this huge news, tune in, tune in, tune in. And then like, it airs at 11 p.m. If at 10.59, Adam Schefter just tweeted out like, oh, yeah, by the way, the Rams backup center is coronavirus. <laughs> and so then Jake Glazer like, goes on the today. air doesn't realize that Schefter's already broken it. And it's like, I have huge news. And they're like, well, uh, wait a second, Jay. We're getting word that Adam Schefter's reporting Rams backup center Brian Allen has tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> and then he would just be like, Fuck. so. Yeah, Ian Rapport today, uh, one of the Saints players has it as well. So does Von Miller. So Rapport, and you know how they announced it? Yeah, Sports Center just tweeted it and put it on their Instagram. Tweet. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah. Von Miller has coronavirus. 
And Jay Glazer got absolutely murdered in those mentions, like absolutely murdered. His his credibility is shot. Is absolutely fucking shot. How how fucking is that? What we're like we're to now? Like is that what how dull sports is that we have to tweet on people's you know coronavirus status? Is that that's breaking? Like literally, I was up at night. Like fuck, what what is this? What is this news? Because we're all thirsting for trades and stuff like that it's just i don't know that was fucking dumb right anyone else agree with me or i mean you said you said it. it's just clickbait the fact that he yeah. waited 24 hours to say it is outrageous it's like dude everyone's breaking news like this guy has corona tom hanks has corona whatever just if you have the info just say it if it's you know kosher and no one's gonna get all hyped up about it no one's gonna be like on the edge of their seats tuning in like Come on, yeah. man! Like that's that's garbage. I think Fab was right. I think Fox kind of pressure. It has to be Fox that pressure should have been in this. Hey, we need ratings. And Jay's like, I have I have news that no one else will have because I know his personal doctor or something. You know, like he he kept it close to the vest and he was like, I, I only have this right. So that's why he said it. But it's fucking dumb and it's so a backup center. Like who the fuck cares? And it's who one thing to cares? say like I have news about you know something crazy and then to you know build on that and say it's national news it's like okay it's not but cool man yeah didn't sean payton i know he's not a player he's a coach but yeah he he had had it forever ago yeah he had it like two two weeks ago i think yeah real fucking cool jake laser and i like fucking i like the fox broadcast they're like a whole bunch of dumb idiots like you know howie and terry and all this guys god brad yeah man strahan the gap, yeah, Fucking man. Kick a field goal through his teeth. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Bradshaw's painful. Yeah, yeah, he kind of dropped off a cliff for sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was just kind of sad to me, and just the, the manipulation of not. I'm saying fake news, but ma- manipulation from media markets to attract their interest for such a dumb fucking thing. It was just upsetting to me, and you know, to see Ian report the next day he's like yeah man hey some saints player he fucking he has it. it doesn't matter like i'm not gonna fucking wait 24 hours and i'll tell you it's so stupid man did you blast him on twitter uh i only blast hot chicks on twitter <laughs> i didn't say anything <laughs> the three two, twitter is very thirsty we're uh, all we do is talk to models and stuff fair blast up yeah i'm not sure what that means but that's what we do the uh, three burst two <laughs> trying to use thirsty DMs are just fire mm-hmm. Oh, dude, they're fucking, they are uh, not safe for work. That's for sure. Yeah, thirst trap. I'm Again, I know what that means, but that's what we are. We're thirst trap. Or we like thirst traps. Just something about a thirst trap. All right, Fab, how's it looking, man? How's uh, something Oregon looking? Got to be honest, not great. Something (laughs) Oregon. A lot of times, like Corvallis, the, uh, the, the small towns are the hidden gems because Craigslist is like one of the main forms of commerce in that town. Uh, and so a lot of people use it for the misconnections. But slim pickets at Corvallis. Now, that could be because Oregon State is out of session, so none of the students are there right now. We'll give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt and say that, that this was a normal year in April that we would be, you know, have a ton of stuff about people who were studying in the library for finals and saw a cute girl who was looking at her anatomy textbook. And it would be like, tell Ooh, me what page nice. you were on and what bodily function you were studying, so I know it's you. 
It also could be like a coronavirus thing where people are just aren't connecting or missing those connections, you know? That's true. You can't have All a right, nice connection. Um, that's true. That's true. Are you guys ready to uh, to start this thing off? Uh, who, who have I missed for beers? Fab, did I get you? I briefly went over what I had. Uh, strawberry blonde. It's all right. It, yeah, it's right. a little strong you got the on the strawberry. Like Not quite yeah. as bad as the Bud Light orange in terms of an offensive level of orange, but it kind of tastes yeah. like a strawberry uh, medicine almost. Oh, gross. Yeah. And then uh, Bonk, I got you, right? And, yeah. And Big Tom, I got you. And Jeej? Yeah, I got you or no? No, you did not. All right, Jeej, give us our last beer here, man. All right. I don't know if we've had this on the show before, but I went back to the well, if you will. Um, I'm drinking Alesmith Pale Ale 394. And again, oh, it's a nostalgic play, just kind of like bonk and. It's uh, me dreaming about watching the Padres play baseball uh, <laughs> at Petco Park, summer nights. It's really bringing me back, and I, I miss it. I miss it all, but this is one of my favorite beers. Tony Gwynn collaborated with Ale Smith when they made this beer back in 2014. I've been drinking it since then, and it's a, it's an outstanding beer. It's probably my favorite pale ale out there. Not India pale ale, just pale ale. Um, so if I had Jeez, a, what's the, what's the difference between an India pale ale and a pale ale? Do you know, pale ale is a little more drinkable. It's not as, it's may not have the bitterness that an IPA has a little less hoppy, if you will. Um, but they're kind of along the same vein. It's like a toned down IPA, I'd say. Okay. Okay. Uh, alcohol percentage, maybe a little less. This is a 6.0, so it's still not bad, but, uh, it's one of my favorite beers. I could drink these all day. Um, yeah, I give it a uh, 9.5 on my pale ale scale. Holy shit. That's, that's a pale, high, right? That's a pale ale scale, not pale IPA ale scale. scale. Yes. Got it. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. All right, man. Uh, you guys all ready for some misconnections? Send it. Let's do it. All right. Now it's time for some misconnections. Give me fab. Give me. All give right. In Albany, new to town Crack. slash cute dad. On a Saturday night a few weeks ago, you parked next to me at Fred Meyer's. When you got out of your car, I rolled down the window and apologized for parking like a jerk. Not the best at parking a truck. You were all stoked saying how you and your daughters just moved to town and it was your first night in your new place. So you had to buy some groceries. I saw you as you left, but I'm far too shy to have said anything to you like, you're a super cute dad in that you're being so stoked when you talked about being new to town and what you were doing was darling. You very well could be married or have a girlfriend, and it's possible you won't even see this, but if you do and you don't have either of those two people in your life, message me. I'd be glad to be someone you know in this new town. Smiley face emoji. Okay, so the there's a lot of signs here that says this is a female, which is probably a very this is a rarity right that's refreshing this is like the, yes a, a gem a hidden gem uh but the the smiley faces the emojis or whatever like dude, that's awesome that's awesome and, Where, and where's Albany though is that oregon yeah it's it was under the corvallis uh city link so i'm guessing it's another small town next to it or something 
copy. There's multiple Albany's. They're not all in New York. They're trying to go back to Buffalo. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is a girl driving a... She was driving a truck? Is that what I... Yeah, she said that she parked poorly, and she's, yeah, not the best at parking a truck. I'm just... I'm not going to lie, and there's not much hotter to me than a a girl driving a truck. I don't know what it is. That's just something I like. Something I like. I think that's hot. Packing a fat lip? Ah, I think I'm I'm thinking a bunny lip. I don't want a horseshoe. (laughs) I don't want a fucking girl with a fuck. What do they call it? Uh, a Chauncey Billups dude, a big oh, Chauncey. Uh, <laughs> ugliest dude in the NBA ever. <laughs> I think it was a fucking alien man. Oh, dude. I'm sorry, Chauncey. Okay, I know you're he, a, an avid listener of Three Beers too, but uh, he was. Bro. He was an avid listener. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. <laughs> Greg Oden was a good looking man as well, but oh, uh, his knees good. rest in peace, man. So he's in a wheelchair right now. He's gotta be right, or he's like a three, uh, the Tiger King with he just amputated his fucking legs and just it called. He's got some good. awesome ICP amputee legs for sure, prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this was the sweetest misconnection. It was honestly so genuine. I have nothing to say. Like it was just so sweet, you know. Like the the girl was just cute about it. Yeah, I hope it works out yeah. for him. Yeah, I know, man. Like, come on, whatever Oregon listeners, let's uh, let's get this done. Why can't I remember the what's the name of this fucking place? Corvallis, Cornwallis, Corvallis, Cornwallis, Cornwallis, Oregon. Yeah, sure. Is All it, right. I don't cool. know if it's Oregon. Corvallis or Corvallis, but it's one of the two in Oregon. Corvallis. Right. I don't know if it's Corvallis, Oregon, or Corvallis, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> tomato potato meal. All right. Uh, next one from Corvallis. Dumping garbage. Hey there, Matt. I saw you dumping garbage. You don't live here anymore. That means you don't get to use the dumpster. Stop being a douchebag. Small town. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Oh, my God. Wait, you said these ones weren't that good. That was fucking amazing. That's <laughs> just a hate, a hate tweet. Or yeah. Craigslist ad. Who does a hate Craigslist ad? I've never seen that. That was like a next door thing. Like, hey, yeah. your dog's <laughs> pooping in my yard. <laughs> That's what it is. They don't have next door in Corvallis, I'm guessing. So they use Craigslist instead. <laughs> you don't live here. You don't live here anymore. Hey, what, what was he dumping? Use the dumpster. Stop being a douchebag. <laughs> he brought the one trash bag in his old condo's dumpster and this dude just went off on it. Um, wow. <laughs> so when that's you first a violation the, of the HOA bylaws. <laughs> when uh, when you first read the dumping thing, I thought we were going to get like a really strange yeah. connection. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Polishing and then we're dumping and I was like, oh, this I is... I thought we were going to scat territory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right on my chest, <laughs> man. <laughs> Wait, Gigi, uh, what's steamer? I was gonna say, still steaming, babe. Still steaming. I'm not All gonna right. answer that question. You gotta look that up on your own, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, no, we're not gonna. We're not safe. Well, for actually, work, scat but, uh, is the uh, scientific term for uh, like animal poop. Animal so. shit. Yeah, animal cool. poop. Oh, okay. Well, here we are. The more you know. Here. All right. Off. In Monroe, girl pulling electric fence posts. Driving home in my pickup, I passed by you in the neighbor's field. You were pulling electric fence posts out from the sheep that were just there. There were some smiles exchanged. 
I should have stopped to say hi. Maybe you're single. Maybe you're what? Single. Single, right? Oh. Single. Um, dragging electric fence posts. That's just, I mean, there's no innuendo there. That, that person just doing work. Yeah. Well, it sounds. If slightly. you want to read into it, you could uh, settle on the tidbit. You were pulling electric fence posts out from the sheep that were just there. I was just, I was, I thought I heard um, that and I wasn't sure. So, yeah. There's sheep that ran themselves into an electric fence and this guy is pulling the fence out of the sheep. Yeah. Yikes. Either that or. Like the sheep used to be there and now they're not, so he doesn't need the fence anymore. But let's go with the first option. Like all these sheep have just impaled themselves on electric fence posts. <laughs> That's pretty graphic. <laughs> a, a mass suicide of sheep. Yeah, and this it, this girl is there just pulling these fence posts out of these sheep, and a guy drives by in a pickup and waves, and they both smile at each other. It's beautiful. I feel like you're really. assuming gender is a half of this group, and. Maybe wrong. Sheep aside, <laughs> so bad. Oh god. Okay. Well, that was that was pretty good, actually. No, keep that. Yeah, I like keep it. That. Keep that. Cut that. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm putting sheep aside. It, it, the beginning of this episode will just be sheep aside, and it's like, <laughs> oh, oh man, I'll be boy. famous. <laughs> famous, Jameis. We're already all famous. Oh, I did not oh, know man, that. We're. All right, give me another. All right, next one, one from Corvallis. Black-haired girl with dope style. You are wearing super cool clothes every day, and I think you're really pretty. One time you wore yellow polka dots, and my heart did a flutter flutter. I would like to access your rope, uh, your wardrobe. I'm heart sick, but not sick sick. So if you're still alive, come quarantine with me, BB. I think that means baby. I have good eyesight, I can make split decisions, and I take a lot of time to make sure to be thoughtful with my decisions. Therefore, I would be the ideal mate during the apocalypse. P.S. I can also cook eggs real good. That is huge. You need to get you need a person who can get cook good eggs in a quarantine. And I, I was literally eyesight. turned off by the whole ad. And but at the end, like you cooking eggs, I'm in. No, you don't want oh, a person with good eyesight because you want to like be a slob, grow your beard, get fat. You don't want them to see that, but you want them to cook good eggs. <laughs> you know, you know what this reminds me of, and um, maybe you haven't seen this movie, but what's the the Cloverfield Lane? What, what's what, that? With the guys Goodman? in the bunker? Yeah, with with Goodman, right? Yeah, yeah, ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, so he finds a girl inside the road in a car accident. It doesn't, you know, maybe he caused it, maybe he didn't. But he's in this apocalypse bunker and convincing her that the apocalypse is happening outside, which you don't know if it is or is not. But he can cook some. Um, he got eggs, man. He can cook some eggs. That reminds me of the uh, like person response to this and says, "You had me at eggs." <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like this is a weird one. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, again, these are all like these last few have been kind of a, a little strange. Yeah. yeah, it is a misconnection. Well, not really a misconnection, but it's a shout out to a specific person. It's not just fishing because it's talking about which is refreshing. Specific yeah. Yeah. girl who's wears super cool clothes and one time wore yellow polka dots. The, well, the polka dots, the polka dots got them going. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been in a point in your life where you saw polka dots and you were just so sexually aroused you had to go online and post about it? Huge P rod. 
Yeah, no, my heart did not do it. I've never had a flutter flutter heart over some polka dots. That's just me, though, guys. You need to get out more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking socially distancing, dude. No, sometimes polka dots can give you a mega boner. Fact. Uh, what, what's a mega boner? <laughs> it's extra hard. <laughs> it's when you're four inch goes to eight inch. <laughs> very rare very I've rare. never had a mega boner yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I rarely get a standard boner <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. oh fuck alright <laughs> next yeah, one from guys. Harrisburg smoking hot thing looking for that smoking hot thing that used to work at tractor dealer in Harrisburg you know who you are just want to say hi miss you she knows who she is because she's the only smoking hot person working at the tractor dealer. I How mean, many smoking hot chicks? Pretty specific work at the tractor dealer in Harrisburg, Oregon. How many chicks that work at a tractor dealer think that they're smoking hot? Bakers doesn't at least one. I would, all, I would say all of them because every tractor hot. dealer has one chick who thinks she's the hot chick. But I mean, if this is rural Oregon, I could also see like a Rosie the Riveter type. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I see that. I can see that. I could see like the hot girl, uh, I, I, you know, working on a tractor, arms, uh, you know, moist with sweat, grease all over, and just torquing a wrench, going to town on replacing some part of the engine. That's a hot visual, but then she turns around. She's got a fucking Chauncey Billups in her lip. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> massive hammer. Hate to and, see. And uh, just a little horseshoe. You know and what? She though? kisses you, and the, you. Ex- Exchange like Copenhagen long cut, you know, it's just gross. She's still the hot <laughs> great American love tractor dealer. <laughs> gross. All right. Last one from Salem, Oregon. Midori. I don't really know what to say about our misconnection. I'm not sure if you just decided you wanted nothing to do with me and completely stopped talking to me, or if something happened. I was the guy with the tattoo on my forearm that you met on the bus. I came by your place one day and we hung out and talked. You showed me your awesome shrine, all your amazing artwork, and I let you borrow a book, and you did the same. I just wanted to put this out there if you even checked these in case something happened over a year ago that caused us to fall off. I really thought you were a stellar young woman. Even if it would just be friends, I'm very interested in talking again or hanging out after this whole quarantine thing is over. Just hope you're okay. That is kind of what I was worried about because there were no words and everything was fine the night before. If you see this, just drop a line. Ben. What, what what does she have a shrine of? Like what is the shrine in her? What is the session? Yeah, there's a lot of questions here. Is it a religious I feel like shrine? The shrine is, some... is it to you know Nicholas Cage? No, I don't know. I think it's like in my head I'm thinking like punk rock or something weird, you know? Like I don't know what it is. It's green Day. It... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the standard Green Day shrine that the Dookie shrine. Yeah, well, it's a classic. Also, what's his tattoo? What, what what what's he got on his forearm? You think, guys? A bird? A Celtic cross? Oh, it's got or a fish yeah, like right. the Jesus fish thing? Oh or... yeah, like yeah. the one that's on the back. Hey, the don't make wire. don't make fun of Celtic crosses. One of our listeners has one of those. I wasn't making yeah. fun of it. I was just saying that's what this guy had. <laughs> Which listener has it though? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. I think she just was bored with this guy. Like, what? Just she obviously just dumped him, right? Is that what they have relations? 
It doesn't say if they had relations, but it does say like he wants to get together, even if it would just be as friends. So his take on it before was that there was a little bit of romantic interest, but now he just wants anything. I mean, he did go over to her place and they, he looked around, checked out her shrine artwork, and then they exchanged books. Mm. I mean, maybe the books were the Karma Sutra. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I, I, there's not much to say because it's just so like, ugh, you know, it's just so open. Fuck you, Corvallis. <laughs> yeah, there it is, Cornwallis. Yeah, Cupcake, you listening? This was fucking awesome. Are you guys excited for the draft? I have to know. I am. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Big Tom, I feel like you've been fucking super quiet the last twenty minutes, man. Dude, I have not tried to. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm a few a few too many weekend vibes deep. I think I'm just in my. You own, know what I'm saying? I love it. My man. own element, man. That's it. All right. Uh, how about this? How about this? Let's give away some money this week. I uh, this will be easy. You, I think if someone can correctly predict the top three picks in the draft, we'll give them a hundred bucks on on social media. Is that uh, something we can do? Three oh, beers, wow. two. Uh, just tweet us at three beers two. Hashtag three beers two. Three beers two, and then space, and then uh, your top three draft picks, and we will give you hundred bucks if you get it right. Yes, it has to be a trade. Uh, that's the whole point if there are trades involved or whatever. So, um, let us know what you think is going to happen at three beers Two on Twitter at three beers Two on Instagram. And, uh, if you get it right and multiple people will split the money, if not uh, cash app or Insta or whatever, uh, Venmo hundred bucks. Oh God. And, uh, I have one question to help the listeners out. So, so say, yeah. say they said, uh, top three picks or, uh, Joe Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. Do they need to say just the names, or do they have to say the team? A teams, teams picking. I, uh, I do like that's a good question. That, well, that's that's bold. I'm not. I'm. Three I'm just giving. First... I'm throwing those out there because it's the first answer yeah. came to my head. But you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. I need to be more specific. Uh, tell me the teams, and uh, well, yeah, just the top three. It's not that hard. Team and so top three pick. pick. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, it's probably not gonna be that bad. I think it'll, you know, I, we, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, if it all goes according to plan, it shouldn't shouldn't be too difficult to guess that. So uh, give us your best picks at Three Beers Two, hashtag Three Beers Two, and uh, win some money, man. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk in next week and talk about the draft. This is exciting stuff. I can't. Wait. I cannot wait. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, sweet guys. Well, thanks for joining me. Uh-